This audio is brought to you in part by Angel Paste, now infused with organic rose essential oil, a two-pack for Valentine's Day. Get them while supplies last. The best lotion the world has ever known, only food-grade plant oils, and now infused with organic rose essential oil. Angelpaste.com. Use promo code Cates to let them know that Brian Cates sent you. Give it a rest, Conservative Inc. You're being tuned out because even now you refuse to admit that last presidential election was stolen from Trump. By Brian Cates. When news reached President Donald J. Trump that the Republican National Committee, RNC, was preparing to end this completely foregone primary season now that all the other candidates have dropped out besides the delusional Nikki Haley and vote to simply declare Trump the party's presidential nominee, he immediately issued this response on his Truth Social account. Donald Trump on Truth Social, while I greatly appreciate the RNC wanting to make me their presumptive nominee, and while they have far more votes than necessary to do it, I feel, for the sake of party unity, that they should not go forward with this plan, but that I should do it the old-fashioned way and finish the process off at the ballot box. Thank you to the RNC for the respect and devotion you have shown me. Trump 2024. That is a very interesting response, is it not? The RNC was preparing to vote to simply hand Trump the nomination, but he came out quickly and said he doesn't want them to do that. Thus far, only Iowa and New Hampshire have held their votes, and Trump says he wants the voters in the other 48 states and territories that have not held their primaries or caucuses yet to know that their vote still counts. So, in a boss move, he turned down this offer of the nomination on a silver platter and this now creates problems for the people who were hoping he would eagerly grab that silver platter with both hands. Many of these people are still hoping to argue that Trump's massive popularity is only an illusion. It's not real and is a Trump campaign team creation. Had Trump opted to take the nomination now before more states have voted, these people would be able to continue using that talking point to claim making Trump the nominee is a big mistake because his widespread popular support is only a carefully crafted image. What else might Trump be doing? What issues might he be forcing by refusing to have the presidential nomination simply handed to him? Well, for one thing, we are realizing we do not currently have an accurate picture of the GOP electorate right now. Two states into the primary season because the present Republican system for holding primaries and caucuses in many states are unsecure and compromised, especially in the blue or purple states. Is Trump trying to call attention to this fact? While Iowa wasn't likely skewed all that much by Democrat operatives changing their party status with the help of dark money NGOs like Primary Pivot to cross over and vote for Nikki Haley, about 70% of the 140,000-plus votes Haley got in New Hampshire were from people who were not members of the Republican Party, and that's a massive problem. 70% of 140,000 votes is 98,000. What should have been a 20-point, massive, 
Trump blowout win was reduced to an 11-point win, 54.3% to 43.2%. It appears that allowing non-Republican voters to swarm into the GOP primary to vote cut Trump's victory margin by as much as eight to nine points. Wouldn't the best way to get an accurate read on who the GOP party base in each state wants to nominate for a public office be to allow only party members to vote? Sure. It's a simple concept to state. So why have so many state GOP leadership set up their primary caucus rules to allow non-party members to directly influence the outcome? Why do they allow undeclared people to vote? And pollsters like Rich Barris, People's Pundit on X, of Big Data Poll, are hearing that the Haley camp thinks Democrat rent-a-mob for a day voters can help her flip some close races in some of the blue states that will be holding their primaries on Super Tuesday, which is a big reason she's planning to stay in the race to at least March 5th, after she suffers what is shaping up to be an epic ass-kicking in her own home state of South Carolina. Rich Barris on Twitter, Democratic assistance has convinced a lot of them around her that she can win blue states on Super Tuesday with Democratic votes, even if she loses South Carolina. Byron York knew Nikki Haley's unfixable problem, Washington Examiner. It is indeed an exceptionally bad look for the current RNC party leadership that the sole remaining candidate's campaign team appears to be openly courting Democrat NGOs like Primary Pivot to encourage hordes of Democrat crossover voters to come vote in the GOP race in their state to help them stop Trump. Intentionally or not, Haley and her campaign team and the donors behind her have cast a massive spotlight on a major problem with how the current GOP primary slash caucus system is set up. Why are large numbers of people who aren't even Republican Party registered being allowed to drop in for one single day and vote to influence GOP elections? How long has this been going on? And it should be pointed out that this primary season voting isn't about just determining who gets the party's presidential nomination. There are plenty of down-ballot races that matter also at the state and local county level. What sense does it make to leave the door wide open to allow Democrat NGOs like Primary Pivot to directly influence voting that should be about the Republican base alone expressing its preferences for those local and state offices? Of course, it's far too late to change the existing rules now that the primary season is already getting underway. The end result of this is going to be uniparty dark money NGOs that helped set up the 2020 election rigging and theft, continuing to pour millions of dollars into ginning up stealth Democrat rent-a-mob-for-a-day voters in the GOP primaries to try to blunt, obscure, and hide the true size of Trump's base. While also directly impacting many of the smaller state and local elections. Some people are concerned about Trump having to continue rallies and do campaign spending on what are essentially primaries, where the outcome is a foregone conclusion, no matter how much the uniparty NGOs spend. Trump is very likely to win every single GOP primary. Perhaps that's the point. Perhaps Trump 
wants it demonstrated at the ballot box just how large his base of support actually is. For months now, there have been people like Clay Travis and Steve Dace and several other big influential talking heads in conservative ink who've been insisting to anyone who still listens to them that Trump actually does not have the widespread popular support that he appears to have. They've argued this is an illusion and that Trump blew the 2020 election and lost it by campaigning wrong. See, Trump lost that college-educated suburban woman vote in 2020, and that's why Joe Biden beat him fair and square. So to win in 2024, what Trump needs to do, hold it. Let me stop you right there. Clay Travis on Twitter. The data is clear. Donald Trump lost in 2020 because college-educated suburban women abandoned him outside Atlanta, Milwaukee, Philly, Phoenix, and Detroit. So how can he win these women back? When Clay Travis and Steve Dace and several others simultaneously began advancing this argument about how Trump lost the 2020 election, I made this response. Trump bettered his 2016 vote total by almost 8.25 million votes. He did not lose the 2020 election, and it is infuriating to see top influencers spouting this crap especially in light of all the election fraud evidence that has surfaced over the past three years. Every conservative Inc. talking head who at this late date is still saying to us, see, Trump lost in 2020 because ends up being immediately suspect as to both their motives and their intentions. Because... By by refusing to acknowledge the biggest truth about the 2020 election, they are red flagging their analysis. They can't reach people like me, who covered the massive and blatant theft of the 2020 election as it was occurring, and who reported on the aftermath of that election theft. I got tossed off of Twitter for two and a half years for covering that election theft. So did Tracy Beans of Uncover DC and many others who instead of protecting their access to social media by carefully watching what they said, they followed the truth and reported the facts about that stolen election and happily paid the price for it. While the Steve Dace's, Clay Travis's, Dana Lashes, and Ben Shapiro's stayed perfectly safe and uncensored because they immediately rushed to adopt the uniparty GOP establishment tune from the very beginning and stuck with it. Trump lost. Get over it. Move on. So, Every time one of these con ink people starts saying stuff like, well, Trump ran a losing campaign back in 2020 and he lost fair and square to Biden. So according to this 2020 election data right here, what he needs to do now is to explain to us what he needs to do to win in 2024 or to pontificate to us about how he'll lose this upcoming election right there is where they lose us because they can't admit the obvious. And if they can't admit the obvious, are they really good sources for news analysis? I would say no. Why should anybody keep listening 
to the analysis of people who either can't accurately see the last presidential election or even worse, they do see it, but they refuse to acknowledge it as they babble their cool, hot take prescriptions for what Trump needs to do to win this next one. They have no credibility. If the most obvious fact about the 2020 election escaped you, or you are still refusing to talk about it at this late date, your analysis is freaking worthless. This audio is brought to you in part by Angel Paste, now infused with organic rose essential oil, a two-pack for Valentine's Day. Get them while supplies last. The best lotion the world has ever known, only food-grade plant oils, and now infused with organic rose essential oil. Angelpaste.com. Use promo code Cates to let them know that Brian Cates sent you.